welcome to Shattered Dungeons, a podcast where we play an indie RPG called Shattered Dawn 2nd Edition every Tuesday night at twitch.tv slash tabletoptavern20. If you'd like more information or want to sign up for a playtest or a community night, simply go to shattertabletopgames.com and find more information there. If you'd like merchandise or to buy one of the books, you can go to shatteredtabletopgames.com slash shop. You can also follow us on all of our social media pages at Shattered Tabletop Games or Tabletop Tavern 20. Let's dive in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It is Thursday night. You know what that means. What does it mean, everybody? It's Friday. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it means. You're right. Look at that. Uh, it is Thursday, which means we are playing Shattered Dungeons. Shattered Dawn 2nd Edition specifically, but tonight the podcast is Shattered Dungeons. Uh, we got a fun one in store, though we are down a few folks. Nothing to be alarmed about, however. Uh, we have uh, a fun one in store. Lots of chaos, as one can just assume with this group. Um, it is Monstrous X Night tonight. Yay! I like that the gap gets longer and longer every time you say that. That's because I fear that oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say it too quickly. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, so as we uh, jump in, just to give a quick status update, uh, the PDF version of the second edition book is done. Uh, I know I communicated that last week. Uh, so uh, very stoked. Going to send it out for one last read. Um, and and then after that, it'll be on uh, DriveThruRPG, and then we'll put together a, uh, a small print run Kickstarter. So it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Uh, so that's that. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump in. Maybe show it. So good. <laughs> Zilks. <laughs> Zilks isn't here right now. Uh, tonight we have with us Alan playing Serix. Hey. <laughs> hey, uh, what is that? Bedtime Serix? That's, that, yeah, that's Serix after he hasn't slept well. Mm. So every night then. Uh, hey, I'm channeling that energy today. There you go. Uh, we have Ray playing Ray Mahond. Hey. Oh, is the thing now? We're doing this? Uh, and we have Amanda playing Bobbert. Hey. Oh my gosh. Hey. <laughs> three for three. Uh, for those of you interested in knowing the goings-on of our cast, um, we uh, uh, Dion is on the way to France. Uh, so if he's listening right now... Hey. <laughs> oh, Tofu even got it in chat. That's wonderful. Yeah. What's up, Andrew? Can, can uh, we do one, one big group one real quick? Yeah, I ready? Just, three, right. two, one... 
That fit the group theme. I like it. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: It was perfectly synced uh, because I accounted for the delay as I was counting. Um, the uh, the other folks uh, are uh, basically. Uh, I know uh, Harley is uh, had some family stuff, I believe, uh, and Stella's got some job stuff. And uh, you know, I like to think that Cliff is actually fashioning uh, party grenades, uh, and that's why he's not here. Uh, he's very getting. He's very much uh, method acting his character. So. <laughs> I'm very intrigued by a party grenade. Yeah. Yeah, it's what you think it is. <laughs> There's no, oh, like, good. mystery to it. Um, yeah, so, uh, let's see. Uh, Ray Mahond, why don't you uh, give us a quick recap about what happened last time? Mm. The, the shaking of your head was a. This means it's going to be a great story. Well, <clears throat> you see, what happened in the last episode <laughs> is that. What are things, those glasses? <laughs> things happened. Are those and we like did septuple focals? <laughs> They're my Bubby Mimi glasses. Are you they don't really? Remember already? Yeah. Oh man, what a callback! I oh. <laughs> uh, see. Last episode, um, Cyrix left us to our own devices. Worst idea ever to have happened. Uh, we got a message. We killed Zilks. Stuffed him in a locker. Switch. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of party grenades. Uh, we met some new friends. One of them is, uh, well, I guess technically they're both here, but one of them is actually here. Um, we went back to the desert because we're looking for a flower for my future boo. Yep. That's definitely the priority over the, the shiny glass. 100,000%. <laughs> When so, it comes to Captain Zilla, all bets are off. <laughs> Tofu clipped the unanimous hay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tofu. You rock. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think the only thing I need to ask, uh, Amanda specifically, Bobbert, if you will, um, was it you or was it Panaya that was gifted the magical sight the feeling. Uh, it, it, it was me because I stepped on the shard. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. That's we're super helpful for the narrative I crafted. <laughs> so, uh, you all have rested for the evening, coming off of the heels of last week, last uh, Monstrous X episode. Uh, you face the desert. It's morning. You've rested in the evening uh, from the evening b before. Uh, you've gathered your su supplies. You're pretty much ready to go on this long journey. It's no, it's not very clear how long you'll be traveling. So 
You all, you all gear up, and uh, as you're about to leave the the oasis uh, where Norhan's business is, uh, you hear this like, if you've ever lit a sparkler, it sounds like that. Now, a, a sparkler or a morning glory, they're they're very distinct sounds. Okay, uh, I, I, let's you know what morning glory. Something like that. Uh, and it's coming from behind you. Now, everyone's just, just looking around. around so turning around, I love that everyone did physical actions for this audio podcast. Uh, so uh, turning, turning around to look at what is creating this noise, you see a small uh, blazing spark, almost like a singularity in midair. And as uh, you look at it, it kind of explodes expands rapidly, uh, becoming this giant, fiery, two-dimensional plane of existence, um, vertical. It is a portal, and out of this portal, five clay spell swords hustle through. Peering past them through the portal itself, you can see that uh, the clay Garrison District throne room, where you met with... Uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, Elagor Radna, Lord Elagor Radna, leader of Clegg, uh, is literally on the other side of the event horizon. And as they rush in uh, towards you, they carry with them Serex. They throw him off uh, on the ground. Uh, Charlene is with him, and Charlene just kind of like trods through the portal like no big deal. But Serex is on the ground, having recently been uh, moderately tortured. Uh, and uh, you all look aghast at what's happening right now. Does anyone say anything? Not until that portal closes. Who's that? <laughs> Point at him. I immediately run over, stepping over Serex. <laughs> And grab Charlene. Oh, I'm so glad to see you're okay. Devad says, uh, that's our boss, um, Serex. He's kind of, he's not as big a deal as me, but he, he's all right, I guess. Uh, uh, shut the fuck! Shut up! <laughs> Get away from Charlene! Somebody help me up! Uh, the Clegg spell sword that kind of led the foray through the portal into the desert uh, looks around and goes, We are here to take the dog off and the other two humanoids with us. Looking around, they kind of all look at each other very clearly like not enough information was given. They look to the left at Serex, Ray Mahand, and Bobbert. They look to the right at Jacques, Panay, and Devad. They look back, they look right, they look left, they look right. And they grab Jacques, Panay, and Devad and hurry them through the portal expeditiously, the portal closing behind them. Boy, am I glad they took the wrong people. <laughs> Uh, what have you what have you all been doing what have you been doing nothing fun <laughs> uh, that depends on who you ask 
You don't remember much, Sarex, but you remember being summoned uh, to meet with Lord Elagor Rodna about some of the business dealings you spoke of last time. Uh, it appears there was a minor discrepancy of which you have paid a great deal of personal turmoil in about a week's worth of time. What was the discrepancy? I'll let you decide what that is. <laughs> Serious. This right. is Bobbert. Bobbert, this is Serix. He's your leader? Yeah. Only yeah. on paper. What? Is, he, is he stronger than you? No, not even. And why are you not the leader? I, I am the leader. You just let him pretend to be the leader. Yes. That is very generous of you. Hmm. I'm just going to let you just have it. It is the true strength of character of mine. I see. (laughs) Strength and character is also a strength. I have come to learn there are many kinds of strength. Sirix here possesses none of them. And I slap him on the back. <laughs> how uh how much damage do you deal by yeah. slapping him on the back that's, that's my- <laughs> I'm not trying to kill the poor man I'm just like slapped oh, okay just a light Dargothian tap yeah I'm gonna just finally stand up and kind of start brushing the sand off so so what are we doing out here in the oasis again well we are on the most important mission to find dessert flowers <sighs> Great. So I, I thought we were looking for that other me no. dessert other, flowers other you? <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm over there yeah, I'm over there in that general area. Oh yeah, that's right. Your phantom twin. Yeah, the one that angry guy said I'd feel. What What are we talking about here? A phantom twin? <laughs> I am now mirror, and I am over there. Wait. So you're Mirror Bob? I thought you were Regular Bob. I am Regular Bob, but Regular Bob is also now part of the mirror. Also, I do this with my fingers. I put them together and then cross my eyes and look at them. You mean like like mirror shards? Yes. Like the one that was in my foot. And then I'd stick my big foot out towards his face. (laughs) And point at it. So, so you stepped on a mirror shot, and, and another then, you came out of it. <laughs> no, then I sold the mirror shard to the angry little guy, <laughs> and then I farted glitter, <laughs> and then the even bigger scary guy. After I was a cat, killed me a little bit, but then I was okay. And then he said, "Your luck will lead you, bra, 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 bra." 
And now, now I, now I am brothering with the. Uh... <laughs> yes, I, now I, I am brothering with the mirrors. I think I might head back and take some more of that torch. <laughs> <laughs> At least I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> 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 It's, it's, it's worth noting that you're talking to two Dargoths. So. And swine rather than I am so strong that I am not dead anymore. And also, I am a mirror. No, 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 no. You gotta, I'd rather die. <laughs> At this point, I feel like we're trapped. Oh, I would literally rather die. Why don't y'all just continue what you were doing, and I'll I'll pick a direction from there. <laughs> so, uh, mounting really Char- isn't the leader. Sarix, I'm assuming, uh, mounts Charlene a lot differently than Ray Mahan would. Right. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and everyone carries onward to the south. Now, uh, as you carry on, uh, you travel for uh, about a day and a half. Over that time, what do you all do and talk about? There really isn't anything eventful with the exception of potentially, you know, it being a little hot. It is the desert, after all. I complain about the heat as much as possible. Sounds about right. I'm gonna. Com- I'm just gonna be muttering to myself that no one here has any mental competence. The whole time. The whole ride. I will talk about how I want frozen dairy confection very badly, mm. constantly. How it's good when it has just a little caramel in it. The strongest <laughs> of all creams of ice. Ah, oh, I creams love that. Of ice. <laughs> so, as you're following Bobbert's um, into Intuition. a direction, yeah, uh, leading towards a mirror shard, you. Bobbert specifically, you feel like it is so close. Like it, it's gotten closer and closer. You feel more wholeness as you travel to the south. And finally it gets to a point where you just feel like you're right there. You're right where it is. Do you do anything? You're you're on the top of a sand dune right now, gazing out across the desert. And I feel like I'm... Do I feel like I'm cl- like I'm right there or like I'm right there? Like, like you're right there. Um, I will loudly announce that I'm right here and then look down at the sand and then just start digging in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Raymond dives down and starts helping dig. Oh, Tofu, you are glorious. <laughs> Thank you for that clip. All right, so having arrived at what you assume to be the right location, both Dargoth just instinctively start digging 
<laughs> That's not a thing. But, uh... <laughs> if you oh, read also, the whole book, uh, there is no lore to support this claim. Like, so, Cyrix, I, I just want to let you know that Ray Mahond actually looks a little different right now. Like, his hair is actually very well done and, like, combed. And he's got yeah. glitter all over his body, especially his face. Have you been recombing your hair every day? Yeah, I gotta keep it nice. I'm keeping Charlene a good distance away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, while while digging, Cyrix, I, I nearly forgot. Um, boss man said. Oh, hold, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Alan, is that you? What? There's like a tapping. Rap tap tap. Didn't stop. Hear anything? That's so weird. <laughs> it was literally like it slowly crept up to be this loud cacophony, and I was, I was like, "What is happening?" Anywho, uh, no, it was it was me. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so the angry boss man said something about being ready to start phase two. Are you saying this like mid dig or did you stop for a break? <laughs> Sorry, that's important to know. No, I'm like it's like passing information to Raymahan. So I'm just like looking at the whole digging and I just say that gotcha. like, kind of passively. Like, oh yeah, by the way, the boss man says phase two. <laughs> Kind of just imagining the sand not going in any particular direction, but every direction, and the sand still sliding back in the terrible hole that we're digging. Yeah, you're trying to out outpace yourself, basically. Yeah, <laughs> we are so good at this. Yes, strong diggers. I don't know. I figured that would mean something to you. Everyone, make brain. a stamina check. I don't even remember how to use roll 20. Get out of here. You've used it for five years or whatever it is. Um, And all it takes is one week to forget. (laughs) Just like most knowledge. All right. Thank you, Tofu, for an excellent roll. Uh, 39 plus 50. Good Lord. Ray Mahan with a 129. Uh, Slash roll space 1D100. Uh, in uh, roll 20. Alright, uh, so the roll to beat uh, 5, 6, 7 we go. is 89. So, uh, you guys are digging, talking, just trying to get to where you need to go, and all of a sudden it's like the surface tension of the sand gives way and effectively you find a sinkhole. And so you are just sucked down this sandy vortex into this relatively sizable sizable cavern. And as you kind of just tumble down the uh, the embankment of sand, you find yourself at a very uh, narrow stairway down, deeper into the earth. Looking back, there's not an easy way to get back up. And appears the only way to get anywhere 
is to follow these stairs downward. I immediately pop up and raise my hand to give Bobbert a high five. You look back and Bobbert is covered in the deep sand. She is barely like one finger out of the sand. Uh, Sarex, kind of same problem with you. You are just covered. Charlene is somehow on top of all the sand like falling didn't even phase her. Pinky high five. (laughs) Best diggers ever. Sarex and uh, Bobbert, you cannot move. You are just held in place by the sand, and you realize that you can't breathe. Oh, fun. What do you do? I'm assuming that means speech is out of the question. Pretty much. You're going to talk your way out of the sand? (laughs) I encourage you, Sam, to move. I I could yell for help. (laughs) (laughs) I hate sand. The old everywhere. Can I headbutt the sand in front of me to try and get it off my face? Yeah, roll another stamina check. And how much stamina are you adding to um, this? Okay, you said I can add the stamina. I'm trying to remember how we did it last time. Sorry. Yep, you basically uh, spend your stamina for a bonus. Okay, so I have 105. You can so do the I whole spend, thing if you want <laughs> If I say, I'm going to spend 40. Yep, you I would can just do that add 40 to your roll. Yep. All right. Nailed it. Uh, so you try and... Oh, good Lord. Headbutt the sand with the 118 <laughs> yeah. and it works. You displace yeah. the sand, creating a small, breathable uh, hole for yourself. Oh, no. Potency flux on the headbutt. Tofu, you devious mastermind. <laughs> Okay, uh, as you are headbutting the sand, you feel perfectly at peace as your entire entire body, mind, and soul is healed to complete perfection. You have all of your stamina back immediately. Oh, I'm really good at headbutting. <laughs> the impending doom of the sand, what do you do? Uh, what <laughs> are you? Are, what was are you that? talking to me? No, I'm talking to Bobbert. Okay, I was poking him to go. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just gonna start shaking to the best of my abilities as hard as I possibly can. All right, go ahead and roll a stamina check. At least displace something. Yeah. 110. So you basically start trying to roll in this sandy uh, just pile. Uh, You're able to kind of do the same thing. You roll over enough to create a small breathable hole uh, where you're facing downward uh, and kind of pressing against the sand using your body to create that breathable airway. Uh, all right, well, if I have a little bit of room to breathe, I'm just going to yell, Help! 
<laughs> I want that noise of Sarex yelling help to be like my text notification. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> True tofu. Uh, so, uh, uh, Ray Mahan, do you hear help? Uh, and uh, I'm assuming you see what what is Bobbert doing? Just like wiggling a pinky or a a, finger? I think I'm gonna try it. So I have the breathable hole. So now I'll just try to shoulder my way just through, through blunt force to just walk out. Of the, I don't know. Okay. Push myself out of the sand. Roll another stamina check. Let's see if you can just. All right. And I got it all. All right. Well, then I'm just gonna. Yeah, add. it's all back. You can bet it all if you want. Wager it all. I uh, will do. I'm just gonna stuff my hands down in there trying to find uh, Cyrix. Forty seems to be a magic number for me. (laughs) Oh, I put plus zero. I meant to do plus forty. Okay, with a ninety, you're able to kind of like, with your pinky and your ability to breathe. Now you're able to kind of push yourself out of the sand well enough. I do a triumphant pose uh, after I get out the sand and like shake the last little bit off. Does, uh, what do you do, Cerex, now that, uh, you have a sec? I've yelled my help at this point. I'm, I'm you're, just you're completely out of options. Yeah, I got, I got a little, I got a little air to breathe. Now I'm just, just, just passive cat on his back, kind of, just wait to see what happens. How, uh, close is his sand pile to me? Uh, pretty close. It's within a reachable distance from where you stand. Is there any, like, part of his body showing, or is he just completely in the sand? completely underneath. Um, I want to punch too hard into the sand. (laughs) But I kind of want to punch into the sand and, like, try to pull him out. (laughs) Okay, go for it. Um, Go for it. Uh, we'll call this one another stamina check. Right. All the oh, while, I'll Ray Mahan is just watching. I said I was trying to dig. I'll do. I'll do a plus twenty. To, oh. Okay. With I a seventy, shove my hands down in. Roll of a seventy. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I well, it didn't. Yeah, fifty oh, plus twenty. Wrong. You're good. No, that uh, fifty was from the last one. Oh, I just gotcha. did the wrong. No worries. Uh, you're able to reach in enough to where uh, you kind of <laughs> puncture a hole close enough to where Sarex is to where he grabs on uh, and you feel his grasp. I'll try to, I guess, pull him out. <laughs> you just pull as hard as you can. Sarex rolls stamina check to keep hold. Okay. <laughs> 86, great roll. Uh, you are now all free. Uh, uh, as Bobbert and Sarex look around, uh, Ray Mahond is trying to dig a hole on the far end of this little cavern, not even close to the right area. Sarex! Sarex, where are you? Dark. There's too many. Too many. Looking around, you see the doorway I spoke of a moment ago uh, with stairs descending. Looking up at the hole in the ceiling of the cavern, you don't see any realistic way out save for some sort of magical escape. 
I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna start heading down those stairs. Okay. Do I still have any feeling of the shard? Yes, or anything, it or do is. I just still feel like- um, so you feel like you are now nearest to it, uh, or the nearest you've been yet. You still feel um, kind of like a prompting in a certain direction. Um, but as you descend the stairway, uh, you just feel like it's near to the best of your ability. It's not like a very poignant, it's right in this location. It's more of like, we're super close to it. All right. I'll just, um, also really be staring at my feet while walking down the stairs. <laughs> no, Cause I don't want to step on it again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Sarix, you lead the way down the stairwell, uh, and as you get to the bottom of the stairs, uh, you find yourself in a very old, what appears to be some sort of dungeon or cathedral. Uh, the stone masonry is exquisite, uh, very ornate. Uh, as you uh, kind of step off the last stair into the actual corridor, you notice that there's a small sitting area in front of you. Uh, and looking to your right, uh, again, just from the ambient light from above uh, in the cavern uh, behind you, um, you see light reflecting enough off the smooth surfaces uh, to where you can kind of see the immediate area okay. Um, the uh, To your right, you notice that there are, in fact, um, a few benches and things of that nature. Uh, clearly this was some sort of you know, large establishment enough to where seating and chairs and things like that were around for its inhabitants and denizens. You said that was to the right where it had the, most of the benches and everything? Yeah. Uh, so, or I guess south. Yeah, to the south. Um yeah. What you see on roll 20 is accurate. Everything I'll describe okay. is what you see. Right, I'm going to head down the south direction here. Okay. Uh, looking uh, kind of what's in front of you, you see a kind of antechamber uh, with some more seating, uh, some more ornate uh, trappings, tapestries on the wall. This appears to be some kind of um, worship chamber, ritual chamber, something to that effect. And on your left is a very long corridor with several uh, open doorways on the left and right. Okay. I'll follow behind him. You know, I want to split the party. Okay. <laughs> um, Sarix, what is your light source? my light source? Yes, it is pitch black. You're wandering in the darkness at this point. Um, I then if that's the case, <laughs> uh, it's just gonna be just burning parchment. Okay. Bobbert, Ray Mahond, what about you? Um... Cyrix is burning parchment. <laughs> I'm into stuff uh, unless I'm close enough to see through his part because I, I don't have anything in my inventory really. So okay. yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bend this stuff. <laughs> just, you know, like, oh, here's a like, there, like, thing bump. Ow. Just are there like wall. torches down here or candles? Not that you've seen thus far. Cyrix said this, okay. said this point you notice Charlene is not near you. 
Is she ever? I'm gonna I'm gonna call out for Charlene. Charlene, get over here. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's far away. <laughs> there you go. That sounded like a horse. Alright, um Oh, do you I want more anything? of like a donkey sound? Yeah. I'm a donkey! <laughs> what? Um, Perfect donkey impression. <laughs> I don't hear any clip clop, do I? No, it appears Charlene might be stationary. Alright, I'm gonna hand the parchment off to Ray, and then I'm gonna take a second and wrap some parchment with rope around any kind of wooden source near me. Kind of jury rig myself. A, uh, what are the benches made of? <clears throat> uh, it appears to be some kind of uh, metal and fabric. Fabric burns. Mm. So this is my machining check to just jury rig myself. All right. And then I'm uh, gonna light it with the parchment I handed to Ray, and I'm gonna head back toward Charlie. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Did you 34, use machining? 34 yeah. was your machining check? Yep. Alright, you nice. make the world's worst torch. <laughs> Alright. Fits. fits. <laughs> Can I try making a torch with wilderness? Sure. Go ahead and roll. I had to adjust my modifier real quick. You're good. There we go. Bam. 41. 41. You're able to make a similarly bad torch. Hey, if it's fire, that's all I care about. Uh, the the fabric doesn't appear to burn very uh, brightly for whatever reason. And so you have uh, just some dim light source. Okay. Sarix, as you head up the stairs to try and find Charlene, you notice she's not there anymore. Okay, I'm gonna yell out again. Charlene, where are you? (laughs) Much closer. uh, uh, It sounds like she might be on your left as you descend the stairway. Taking a sharp left, you find uh, Charlene nearby. She appears to be standing uh, by a metal door. All right, I'm gonna put a hand on her on, on her butt and give her just a, a little stroke. What's in there, girl? She kind of calms down, and she just is like nudging the door a little bit. I'm gonna go ahead and open it. As you go to open it, uh, the door is in fact locked. Um, I'm going to grab her reins then and head back towards everybody else. Uh, as you do so, she is like pulling it against you. Clearly there is something in there. Now, go ahead and roll a potency check for me while you're trying to goad her away from the door. 82. Uh, you notice that the door seemed much warmer than anything else down here. What? 
quick way to get that door open. <laughs> I don't like I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. <laughs> Ray, I found a door we need open. Okay. <laughs> Come use your immense strength and force him. He can't open a door on his own? Oh, I, I don't, don't think you you're the real leader. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't think you can open it, Bobbert. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll well, keep feeling along the wall and heading back that direction. Yeah, we'll, we'll head back to Cyrix. Uh, heading backwards. Uh, yep. Uh, you kind of find your way. Uh, and I'll give you some low light so you can see. Uh, you find your way back to Sarex, who's standing back by the stairwell you came down in the first place. It's, uh, it's right over here. Charlene really wants to go through it, and I'm gonna let go of the reins. Okay, Charlene goes back to kind of, like, nudging the door. How big is the door? It's uh, uh, sizable enough for both of you to sit, uh, both of the Dargoth to uh, fit through if it were open. What does the door look like it's made out of? Metal. I think you might have said that. Okay. Yeah. And you do remember you saying that. Metal. All right. Alright, let's see what we got here. <laughs> Ray Mahan stretches and limbers up. Sarah <laughs> moves stretch. to the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been through similar. What do you think, Bobbert? Sorry. Well placed headbutt. I did something real quick. Uh, if can I use my hand to hand to like just hit it? Yeah. All right. That gives me uh, unarmed prowess to unarmed speed one. Go know. for it. All right. And then go back up to the top here. Uh, can I bid anything on top of that? Like, um, you can power attack if you want. It costs. 30, I think, stamina? Or is it 20 now? Alright, I'll, I'll do that. It's 20? 20. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The, to be <laughs> fair... Uh, I see it. I see yeah. it. What did I do uh, wrong? Oh, uh, I did. Yeah. yeah there's like multiple rolls there. Okay. I think it just because I I because I'm cut and pasting it. I think that's where you're good. You said play. slash roll space. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 85 hits solidly. How much damage do you deal? Um, I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> I'm gonna switch back over to the character sheet. Sorry. You're good. Uh. uh I know you at least deal 15 damage if I remember right. <laughs> or, yeah. 10. 10 now. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, no, it's 10 plus at least 3. So I'd imagine yeah. she's got yeah. more advancements. 
so you hit as hard as you can, uh, which forces the door open. And uh, as you open it, you notice that there is inside a zombie. Oh. And he is sitting in the middle of what appears to be a, 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 a obsolete, defunct forge. And he is just crying. Spirits, this is your department. You're right. Don't jump. Who are you? Who are you crying in front of a forge? You can back off. This is where I live. Why? Why the crying? Well, I, I'm a, I'm a burning zombie. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead with this speech check here. <laughs> okay. What are you speech checking? Like, well, why don't, why don't you just stop it? Stop it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Make a change. Go pour some water on yourself. What are you doing? You're just sitting here feeling miserable? Uh, I've tried to do that. You think other people don't feel like this? I left my wife. (laughs) I don't care about your wife. No, I've been a burning zombie for far too long. It gets old quick. Always being kept up at night because you can't sleep. Here, try this, and I'm gonna hand him one of my wonderful flasks. He doesn't even think twice, he just swigs it, and nothing happens. It's a tasty beverage, but it doesn't do anything for the pain. I'm just kinda in shock at this point. I've never seen that not work. Why are you here in my forge? We, we, uh, we, we fell through the sand. You know this is underground. Like sand through an hourglass. I think, I think you we're talking about the days of our <laughs> I could care less. I've been trapped here with no way out. Just me and my feelings and the other undead, but the other undead aren't very talkative. Now that now that we've fallen through the sand, you could go out that way, maybe, or you can join us in finding another way out of here. That's what we're doing. If you're talking about the cavern I've tried, I can't jump that high. No matter how hard I try and think I can, no. Seeing, in fact, is not believing, and believing, in fact, is not seeing, despite what people say. What's your name, friend? Sarix, what's your name, my burning friend? I'm Nitch. Nitch Chage. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't 
I didn't get it looking at Thrall D20 until you said it. <laughs> I saw Ray's look of disappointment like five minutes ago. <laughs> I knew he knew. Well, Nish, why don't you come with us while we find a way out of here? That way you don't have to be trapped here with your feelings. My feelings are pain, and yeah, I guess I'll go with you at least to kind of occupy my time. If we're going deeper into the dungeon, cavern, temple thing, I guess, guess I should take a weapon. He reaches over and grabs a chain that's sitting next to the forge. <laughs> Let's go. You, uh, why don't you take the lead since you seem to be a little more familiar with down here and you're more of a light sword. A light sword. I can't see in the dark. Can you all <laughs> see what I illuminate? Yeah. If only I felt as bright as I actually am. <laughs> oh, uh, after you guys have been walking for a hot minute, he turns around. Uh-huh. Minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Where is it you're trying to go, by the way? Where we fell in here, we're looking for, and I'm going to point at Bobber, another one of her. I am a shiny piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right at you, and you're definitely not. No, the other me is a shiny piece of glass. I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I guess the closest thing to a shiny... I get it. I get what you're saying. But if you're talking about being a shiny piece of glass, the closest thing in my mind, at least, as far as my zombie form is concerned, would probably be the kitchen. Let's try there first. That sounds like a good lead. Uh, Nitch walks off. Different glass. What do... What do zombies make for dinner in their kitchen? I don't eat. I'm stuck in this infernal existence. Why do you have a kitchen? I wasn't always a zombie, and also this isn't my place. I just... I just am here. Water? No, I don't drink water. I'm on fire constantly. I said you're a squatter. You're squatting in someone else's home. I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That that water coming, you seem to get really upset about that. Because I've tried to douse myself several times to no avail, (laughs) Serex. Well, just clarifying. This is the door to the kitchen. I'm going to try the door. Uh, it opens effortlessly. Hey, I'm just going to wander in. Nitch walks in just wait. to illuminate the room. <laughs> Walking right in, now, going. Uh, on the right, you see two counters. On the left, there are several small barrels, a wash basin. But what really catches your eyes towards the corridor leading uh, away from your current location there appears to be a dead body on the floor. I'm going to wander up 
and how dead like skeleton or is there flesh are you in the room yeah I I went in after the light source went in okay lights (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes (laughs) so looking at the dead body uh, it appears uh, to be very well preserved though upon closer inspection it does indeed not have a pulse Truth be told, this looks almost as though the person is sleeping. Is this your mummy? Who are you talking to? Uh, I was talking to... I wrote his name to him. Charlene, take a bite and make sure he's not just playing it off. It's Shan? It's Niche Change! Niche Chan is a radically different persona. (laughs) (sighs) You can see he's kind of more depressed now. Um, Charlene takes a bite, and uh, there is no blood. Charlene is also disgusted. Yeah, it happens. (laughs) Is Charlene a donkey? Now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm just gonna pet Charlene and be like, yeah, I thought so. And, uh, <laughs> Nitch, what do we find down this corridor? Oh. That sounds like we should be going down there. Oh, you want me to go? Uh, I, okay, I get it. No, now. I'll go, but if I just got to light my torch, would you mind holding the hand out? Yeah, uh, he reaches his burning palm out, illuminating <laughs> your torch further. At the end of the corridor, you see several more, uh, several other barrels as well as a chest. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wander up and kick the chest. There's a chest down here. He shouts back to uh, Bobbert Ray Mahond. I'm gonna open it. <laughs> Be ready to help. It's this way now. Maybe I should open it. Oh, it's too late. I've decided. <laughs> <clears throat> See. Uh, I'll make sure you have a nice tombstone. <laughs> Thanks. Tell my <laughs> wife to stay away from it. <laughs> as you lift I'm open her on top of you oh as you lift open the chest it is indeed locked oh perfect so you didn't in fact lift open the chest well, what's the chest made of fix this uh, right now it appears to be a combination of some uh the strong metals and uh wood that's my lock pick Dang. Uh, with a 95, you're able to pick the lock pretty easily. Uh, it's an older lock, but it checks out. Uh, and so you open it, and inside you find random magic item table. Yay, uh, favorite. A Silician halberd of plus 10 ice damage is inside, along with a diamondine spear of plus 8 damage. You also find a grand total of 53 gold. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Bang. Ooh. I'm going to offer up the halbeard and the spear for whoever wants it. 
bum, bum, bum. I already have <clears throat> a diamondine spear of plus eight. Then I will take the spear. There you go. And I, will I guess. The halbeard. Yeah, keep it. Sell it. I don't know. Stab Zilks with it. <laughs> From really a far like ways it. off, you hear. No, <laughs> Tom! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, I'm also going to take a moment and pull out my ring of frost skin. Okay. And hand it to Niche Change. Here, Niche, you've been helpful so far, and I just want to show you I appreciate it. What is this? It's going to kill him so good. <laughs> it's a is ring a of frost skin. I'm not sure if it'll help with your burning, but maybe it can provide a little relief. Huh. Am I supposed to wear this? Yeah. No. Just shove it up your bum. Hmm. He kind of... That was sarcasm. He kind of uh, trepidatiously looks at it. Uh, he's definitely, um, skeptical, to say the least. Yeah, I get that. Uh, as you, um, (laughs) as you look expectantly upon him as he begins to don the ring ever so slowly. He puts it on at long last. And as he does so, the flames immediately dissipate, almost as though his uh, spellbinding and the ring's spellbinding are canceling each other out. And as he does so... Um, you can see what he truly looks like now. Uh, and he does so, uh, look so tremendously great. Uh, basically, he has all the charisma of a silverback gorilla. Oh. Uh, you can tell that the stress marks around his uh, throat and esophagus are from he, uh, the many times he has either whispered or screamed his sentences. It seems like he is someone who, is ex- who exaggeratedly screams a psychopathic yell that doesn't really exist. It's clear that everything he says stems from a lack of preparation. You notice that his balding hairline reflects the glint of the hope in your eyes. Uh, and as uh, he kind of <laughs> stands before... Did you just read a bunch you, of mean tweets about Nick Cage? I, uh, <laughs> I pulled up some source material, yes. Uh, and as, uh, as he kind of stands there happily, he goes, this is 
incredible. I feel chill. <laughs> I well, think I can truly be at peace now, knowing that my purpose is still out there for me. Can I just like run him through with the spear? Just like. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, yeah. Are you about to kill Niche Shage? No. Dion said somebody had to get murdered tonight, so. <laughs> this is the tribute. We uh, no. we no longer have a light source. He There's yeah, that. he's he's been yeah, helping us out. I I'm not gonna murder him just yet. <laughs> Uh, Bobbert is correct. You now have no light source. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I guess my torch doesn't light up a lot, huh? I'm gonna try and set him on fire again with the little torch I have. <laughs> you reach out to do it and he kind of smacks your hand away. Stop it! I want to be on fire again! I can't uh, see! I see a bunch of wood and, and stuff around me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna t- try and make an, a better torch than what I made last time. With the 73, you're actually able to make several, giving each and every person enough light uh, to operate in a realistic setting. Yay! Nice. There How we about go. barrels? <laughs> <laughs> Bring a few. We could use them to throw at whatever we find. Can we open the barrels? Are they, like, heavy? Uh, they're empty. It appears um. that they have, uh, been used. Uh, all the contents have been consumed, all those things. Are we gonna do Don't anything about this dead body? I mean, I could eat. Anybody else hungry? I mean... Was, was that not in your kitchen before? I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't been outside of my forge in a very long time. So then what you're saying is you didn't call dibs. No. Well... Let's go prep this thing. What do you mean, prep? Oh, you know, you gotta marinate it for at least an hour. Let it get up to room temperature. I have what people have considered a overwhelming stench. Uh, if you want to just lay him on me, I'm sure he'll absorb some of the, uh, the dankness. Do you do you want to wear him as like a cloak? Is that what you're telling me? No, I just mean I could carry him. Where are you carrying him to? I don't know. Wherever we go. Sometimes it's helpful to be uh, to have an inanimate dead body with you. Throwing? I, sure. I'll second that one. You never know when you need to just you know leave a corpse. Nitch just picks him up with someone. (laughs) I mean, yeah. 
Do you want to use them as a weapon? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Seems kind of mundane. Affair. Well, I'm going to take him with us in case we need a elaborate distraction that my sheer charisma and force of will can't uh, help. Well, well played. Niche walks out of the room. I'm going to walk back into the kitchen area. Yeah. What are these things? Are those like just empty tubs, counters? There's no uh, cabinets or anything? No, it's uh, two basically like prep tables, uh, a wash basin, and several barrels that appear to be empty. Okay. Heading back towards uh, kind of the main corridor area, uh, you do notice the several tables that are in this area, clearly the dining space. Uh, there's a small corridor to your left, and kind of looking down in the the, the darkness of the uh, dungeon itself, um, you see uh, that um, there appears to be a cave-in down there. Oh, Okay. Clearly, the only way back is either to the right or back entirely uh, to the area where the uh, the stairs up to the cavern are. Which there wasn't a way out of the cavern, so... Correct. I'm going to start heading to the right. Okay. Yeah, I'll also go that way. Whee! Okay. What's in here? Kind of looking nope. in some of the side rooms as you uh, traverse the corridor. Uh, these appear to be simple prep areas. Um, if someone needed to maybe wash themselves at one point um, or store something temporarily, it's uh, kind of like a, a, a very uh, not super private privacy area. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. As you kind of round uh, a curvature in the corridor, you notice that there's a very large um, chamber now before you. It's probably about 50 feet wide by 50 feet long. Um, there are ornate carvings in the ground, uh, specifically around several pedestals on the widest parts of the room. There's a large area rug spanning a vast majority of the space, leading to steps down into a much more um, uh, long uh, kind of chamber as well. Explore. Let's look around. Okay. What? What's this room called? <laughs> uh, this used to be kind of the entryway. Uh, people would kind of enter from the spaces into this space and then go into the long area for an audience with the master. Wait. What master? Uh, I don't remember his name. I have half a brain. That's fair. Is he still around, though? Uh, Sounds like we're gonna find out. <laughs> I've been in the forge a long time. 
Uh, everyone go a whole, go ahead and roll a general check as you kind of enter down the stairs into the longer chamber in front of you. 58, 62, and 38. You kind of, again, just trepidatiously enter the room and you don't really feel any sense of danger at all. This is just kind of like an ornate area that hasn't been occupied in a very, very long time. Bobber, do you feel yourself? You definitely feel the closest you've ever felt to yourself. I mean, I am around here somewhere. <laughs> what are you talking about? I still think they're talking nonsense. I'm looking for the me that is a mirror. The shiny me. I, I j- j- gesture about the size of the shard that was last in my foot. I've no idea what you're talking about. I'm also a shiny piece of mirror. Oh. General area. I get it now. That's like as clear as mud. <laughs> you like belligerently walk onward to ignore the conversation. Completely unhappy. As you no. walk forward, it just. Uh. Where did you go? I don't know. I go. went to move myself you back and, off. Yeah. and just disappeared. Uh, as you walk forward, just try and get as far away from your compatriots as you possibly can. <laughs> Two skeletal warriors uh, standing on your left and right lock dead eye sockets with you and brandish their weapons moving forward. Go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. Yay. We have well, a pen that doesn't work. We have Serex with... Oh, no, guys. Guys. Uh, we have Ray. We have Bobbert. And we have Niche and Skellies. All right. Uh, Serex, what'd you get? A one. Love that. Uh, Ray. 43. Nice. Bobbert. 40. 40. Chat will roll for Niche. Good old Niche. Woo, go Bobbert from Earth. Uh, and then we have 75. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to for that, Niche. Good, good nice. roll. Great roll. All right, well, uh, Niche is the first thing up. Uh, he sees the skeletons walk towards Serex, and he goes, No, Serex! And just runs full speed for a zombie. Which is only four spaces. Uh, and he kind of just, like, hobbles so uh, just vigorously <laughs> towards Serex. But alas, he can do nothing. Instead, after he's moved, he yells, Serex, don't be afraid to just break their bones. Uh, <laughs> everyone within a four square radius of Niche is going to get a plus 15 bonus on their attack rolls. What? 
Nice. All right. <clears throat> After Niche, it is Skeleton One who is going to swing very angrily uh, at Serix. Ready, Serix? Goodbye, Serix. I'm ready. He was the best as long as we knew him for that five <laughs> minutes. A uh, 71 oh, hit. They both hit. Alright, well, uh, I do have some great news for you. 90 is technically not a critical, uh, so you're going to take 18 damage twice. Okay. Uh, After that is the second skeleton on your right, and he's going to swing. Does 51 hit you? 51, yes. Alright, you take 18 more damage twice. Okay. After that, it is Bobbert. Oh, I'm sorry, Thanks. Ray. Charge! <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the as, big piece just fly off the, across the... As, as I'm running over, I'm getting the cat mace out. Getting a good momentum going on it already. <laughs> I gotta add that extra... Hold on. And dang. Oh, 53. 53, uh, one moment, is technically a hit. Oh, neat. Uh, so that would be 120 points of damage. Ooh. <laughs> you hit this skeleton so hard. Um, it's effectively like a shotgun blast into the chaos of the darkness. You just you just hear like uh, almost as though you threw like a uh, like a bundle of two by fours into a, a, a cavern. Just like <laughs> Yes Any more attacks or is that it? No, that's it. Bobbert, you're up. Uh and there's one skeleton still up? Yep. Alright, can I'm to Pull out my axe and and just swing at it. All right. Well, so yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight would not get you close enough to the skeleton to hit. But All if right. you spend ten stamina, you can get right there. Uh, then let me see how much. Stamina. Yep, I'll spend the ten stamina. Go for it. All right. I just do. I just I just spend it. Yep. Yeah, you just deduct it. Uh, And then you can make your attacks. Okay. Uh, So it says plus 10, so I just... Yep, roll add Another 15, right? Yep, yeah, so 25 total. Thanks to Niche Cage. You're welcome. Uh, 65 is a hit. How much damage do you deal? And let me look back at the character sheet. Hold on. You good? It is a plus 42. Nice. So you hit for 42 damage. Uh, do you have any other attacks? Uh, no, I think that's what I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, after uh, their turn, or uh, your turn, rather, two more skeletons hobble forward. Uh, brandishing their weapons from just beyond the illuminated area. Which means, Serix, it's your turn. Awesome. Wonderful. 
I was afraid this fight might get boring. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out that silicon how beard of plus ten frost. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to throw it at that, the new skeletons that have joined in. Oh my gosh. Okay. Apparently, apparently we have to train Cyrix on weaponry. Uh, hold on real quick. One, two, three, four. They're technically uh, five squares away. Uh, right. So go ahead and roll a range attack. Uh, you get marksmanship bonuses to this. Uh, and while you do that, I will calculate right quick, like what your uh, negative is, because you're throwing a two-handed weapon. <laughs> uh, it just feels so right. Wow! Oh my gosh! A natural oh. ninety. What's your critical chance with marksmanship? <laughs> Give me a second. Let me check. Um, if you have the first one, I think it's at least 5%. Yeah, it is at least 5%. Which means that's a critical hit. Uh, <laughs> so you nail this thing in the face with the halberd. How much... Uh, uh, well, before we get there, uh, what is... Um, uh, you said it's a Silician halberd, right? That's what I said earlier. Yeah, yeah plus yeah. ten frost damage. All right, what's your damage with uh, marksmanship? Uh, my damage with marksmanship is only going to be a plus three to it, but I do have called shots, which from my notes here says plus twenty on crits. Okay. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. So that means you dealt forty-eight damage. Well, you you dealt twenty-eight times two. Which would be 54 plus 20 is 74, did I say, or yep. 78? Yep, 74. 74, which is enough to knock this skeleton completely apart. He just goes flying with the halberd back into the darkness outside of your field of vision. Holy crap! And <laughs> I know what when I'm doing. When did you learn to do that? <laughs> I only use it when I have to. <laughs> you have to use that all the time. <laughs> uh, Niche is up, and he runs up a little bit closer, kind of on the other side of Ray. You guys got this. I can't use my fists anymore because they're insured for lots of money. But you all, you all are really what keep this dream alive. Uh, everyone continues to get a plus 15 to their attack rolls. Uh, after Niche, uh, it is Skeleton Dose. Uh, next, Bobbert. Uh, Bobbert, you are going to be attacked for 63 and 68. What's your armor rating? I do not know. Um, Should be at the bottom of the first page. Bottom of the first page, okay. Do, 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 do. Is it 10.30? All right. I think. Sounds about right. So you take 18 damage twice. So uh, 36. Okay. Ow. Uh, after his turn, it is Ray. I'm going to swing for the fences with this uh, full 
health skeleton that's standing in the back trying to hide. Okay. It's wandering time. 75. Uh, that, <clears throat> my good man, is a hit. That's another 120 damage. You just... Describe for me how you end the skeleton's eternal existence. Oh, I'm just like spinning my cat on a stick. (laughs) And I like slow motion uppercut him with the cat. Just his bones are hit so hard that they are sticking out of the stonemason ceiling. I'm going to turn around and look at, like, real slow and look at Cyrix and just be like... <laughs> <laughs> Bobbert, you're up. Uh, what's left to attack? There Hold is on. one lowly skeleton between you and Ray Mahond. <laughs> Chest bump! Let me zoom out. Zoom in. Ah. All right, I'm trying to zoom out and zoom in. All right. Um, we could night at the Roxbury him. We can what? <laughs> Night at the Roxbury. It's like dance and bounce in between us until he falls apart. All right, then I'm going to charge it with like, I'm going to hold the axe like this and just run at it. And give it a ram. Oh, my. Baby, don't hurt me. That count? No more. Yeah. Does that count it? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll. Uh, I think it's an un- well, uh, your uh, axe attack. I, I weapon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it counts as the axe attack. <laughs> All right. If you want to bump him, you can use uh, hand-to-hand if you really want to. Um, I'll use the axe. I'm already... Maybe taking... Well, I kind of do want to bump him. If you used hand-to-hand, you can kind of, like, shoulder him and kick him, too. Yeah? Alright. So I think I you get hand two hand. attacks with hand to hand. I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. That sounds fun. Am I still adding the accent on that or no? Uh, not the axe. No, it would be your unarmed attack. Okay, I don't know. Or hand to arm. have hand to hand on the advanced thing, but I don't know what the attack is for that. Hold on. Well, it's at least um, 15, thanks to Niche. But I... I have it here on the bottom, but I don't know what its actual attack is because it just says unarmed let's just call it a, If you have two, uh, let's just call it a plus 30 bonus for right now. Okay. It's so at least in the ballpark. Total or 45? Is it 30 or... 30. Okay, that's total with the 15 then? Yeah, 15 bonus to your roll and then 15 on top from Niche. Okay, that's what I was asking. Well, 93 is a great roll. Uh, 123 hits. How much damage do you deal unarmed? It's 10 plus at least 3. Which, uh, coincidentally enough, it's enough to uh, break him apart. The last Um. of the bones fall to the ground. Wow! You all are like... Killing machines! Blood and glitter. Yeah. What? Your hair got your hair got a little messed up right there. No oh god. Oh. <laughs> 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 His hair was fine. <laughs> 
Don't play with me like that, Bobbert. If we if we find the other me, you can check. As we as the last of the skeletons fall, uh, you kind of look around and you notice that there are several corridors leading in every which direction. Uh, clearly, this place is much larger than you thought it was originally. Uh, it's unclear how to get out or really what direction to go at this point. And so as you kind of regroup after the battle, uh, that is where we're going to end it tonight. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 uh, thank you all for watching thanks for participating thank you chat for the excellent roles uh, and tofu specifically for the great clips uh, if you want to see those specifically you can check them out in the discord uh, the link is on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash shattered tabletop games don't forget to watch uh, on the YouTubes listen on the podcast and tune in live to help affect the show uh, we'll see you guys next week for uh, Jax's Claw and in two weeks for the next episode of Monstrous X. Until we meet again, farewell! If you're interested in delving deeper into the history of Erethe, please visit ShatteredDawn.com and purchase one of our books in our shop, either in hardcover or PDF format. This show is impossible to do without support from our viewers and our listeners. If you're interested in supporting us, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash shattered dungeons. There you can find more content delving deeper into gameplay mechanics, character creation, and interviews with our staff, our cast members, and the creators. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch under Shattered Tabletop Games. There, we'll post more information and more links to more content as it comes out. We appreciate you listening, and can't wait to share our next episode with you.